0: Welcome to the Main Street Preps High School Football Wrap-Up. Nobody brings you more comprehensive coverage of high school sports in Middle Tennessee than Main Street Preps. Today's show is brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Remember, fans don't let fans drive drunk. Now, please welcome the host of the Main Street Preps High School Wrap-Up Show, Chris Yao.
1: Welcome back into to another edition of the Main Street Preps High School Football Wrap-Up Show presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Once again, I'm Chris Yao. I'm your host, and I'm looking forward to getting you to each of our local high school football reporters from around the mid-state who were out and about at high school football games this past weekend. And they're going to tell you all about what went on in their areas. We'll start up in Montgomery County where Brady McAtamney has a report. Take it away, Brady. Hi, I'm
2: Brady McAtamney, sports editor at Main Street, Clarksville, and here's what happened in the Montgomery County area on Friday night. Clarksville High has continued to roll as they took on Springfield High in the 100th all-time meeting in their rivalry in what is now being called the Battle of the Bridge. The Wildcats rolled 42-7 as Amari Galbraith ran 17 times for 119 yards and three touchdowns in a huge game. Montgomery Central struggles to continue to start the season. They took on Kirkwood, the brand new school in the area, and the Cobras rolled in that game 43-25. to They scored 21 straight points in the fourth quarter. And the rest of the area has continued to struggle as well, as West Creek, Northeast, Northwest, Kenwood, and Cartsville Academy and Rossview all unfortunately dropped games to out-of-area opponents. The area has continued to struggle as old, as they have won only four games between the entire area. Clarksville and Kirkwood, both 2-0, and the rest of the teams are
1: 0-2. Thanks, Brady. We'll stay up in the northernmost part of the coverage area as Robertson County and David Wilson has a report from Robertson County. David?
3: Hey everyone, my name is David Wilson of the Robertson County Connection, here to give you a quick recap of high school football in week three in the Robertson County area. Two teams in our area continue their historic starts to the 2023 season, as White House and East Robertson are off to perfect starts. They both are 3-0. The East Robertson Indians picked up a 20-7 win over Monterey last week earning their first 3-0 start in over two decades and Cross Plains. The story was once again running back Isaiah Groves who rushed for over 200 yards on 17 carries and a touchdown. His older brother Elijah had eight tackles and one interception for the East Robertson defense. They will look to move to 4-0 this week as they face Sycamore. Another team off to a historic start is the White House Blue Devils under head coach Ryan Hamilton. They picked up a 20-7-0 shutout win over region 5-4A rival Montgomery Central. They picked up the win 27-0. The story was Tanner Hayes, Michael Albin, and that... Blue Devils rushing attack, they got off to another explosive start, and their defense pitched yet another shutout within the last calendar year. They will face Whites Creek this week as they look to move 4-0 for the first time since 2019. White House Heritage fell for the first time this past week. Scott Murray's per- Patriots lost for the first time to Westmoreland by a final score of 35-14. to 14. Xavier Murray was 14-21 of 21 passing for the Patriots, 167 yards and two touchdowns in the loss. Greenbrier picked up their first win of the week this week. They beat Region 5-4A. Opponent, Whites Creek, 21-0. to Nolan Carson threw for 150 yards, accounted for 54 yards on the ground. So Carson had 204 of the 254 Greenbrier total yards. He had two touchdown passes to Travaris Flood, and then he ran one in in the fourth quarter as well. Henry County defeated Springfield this past week by a final score of 50-14. Dustin Wilson's Yellow Jackets look to bounce back this week as they host Station Camp. And then finally, Joe Burns fell to Whitwell out of the Chattanooga area by a final score of 35-8. to The lone touchdown for the Red Devils came from Luke Miller, who made the pass, to Clay Woody in the end zone, followed by a two-point conversion from Miller to Caleb Stewart. So that is a recap of Week 3 in the Robertson County area. Looking forward to our great action here in Week 4.
1: Thanks, David. Again, looking forward to more from around the north end of the coverage area, but let's go all the way to the south where Wade Neely has a report from Pulaski and Giles County.
4: Two big wins for us here in Giles County as the Richland Raiders turn back a late stand from Wayne County, 14 to 12 is your final there. Giles County leads right from the jump and wins it going away for its first victory of the season. 44-20 was the score Friday night as the Bobcats knocked off Fayetteville City. We'll start in Linville, where it was a defensive battle. Points were at a premium, again, 14 to 12 your final. And Chris Buchanan comes up with a key sack. It was the Raider defense coming up with a big stand right at the end of the game to eventually pull off the victory. Richland now knocking off Wayne County. They're one and O in region play. They've now picked up two wins in a row. They started with three straight home contests and after three weeks they sit at 3-1. and one. Giles County, meanwhile, first win of the season for the Bobcats and couldn't have come at a better time as uh, they were able to take care of business. Fayetteville marches right down the field on the very first drive, put four straight plays from about the one-yard line. Giles County stuffs them all, and then they march 99 yards to pay dirt and really never look back in that big victory. GCHS Again, first win of the year, and they were led on the ground. It was Kamari Turner and Xorion Randolph. Really, it was Exorion Randolph, as he had over 150 yards rushing and three touchdowns. Turner did a great job of being elusive in the backfield as well, running the Wildcat package at times throughout the night, had uh, over 80 yards rushing as a wildcat quarterback did kamari turner so uh, fantastic effort for those two and then giles county got some great stops defensively throughout the course of the night as well up next for our two teams richland hits the road for the first time all season long they travel to take on the yellow jackets up there in williamson county it'll be a showdown versus fairview that is going to be a big one and then giles county the rivalry is back on it's cowbell game action this friday night as the bobcats travel to lawrenceburg for a showdown versus the wildcats it's going to be fun as uh, that rivalry has not been played since 2018. so the uh, first iteration of the cowbell game going on since 2018 richland travels on the road to fairview two big 9 region games for our squads. you can read about it in the pulaski citizen this week and as always check us out online at PulaskiCitizen.com.
1: just north of wade is murray county We've also got reports from Lawrence County and South Williamson County, and that's Maurice Patton, who has a report now.
5: Week three of high school football in and around Murray County was highlighted by a couple of particularly big outcomes. First on Thursday night, Spring Hill went to Nashville and defeated Maplewood 41 30 41-14, 41, 14. And in a 13-game losing streak for the Raiders, Allen Alderson rushed for 142 yards in a pair of touchdowns. And Ashton Alderson, twin brothers, by the way, scored twice on defense and had five tackles with a couple of pass breakups. So again, big victory for Spring Hill there on Friday night in a game that's going to have some postseason implications even as early as week three. Mount Pleasant down visiting Waverly 51-31 in Region 5 2A play. Darian Mesa continues to impress, scoring three touchdowns on 10 touches in Friday night's win. Other outcomes in and around the county included Columbia Central defeating Hunter's Lane 44-7. Columbia Academy going over to Friendship Christian and falling 42-21. It was Green Hill defeating Summit 41-35. Independence falling in overtime, their second straight overtime game, dropped a 29-23 decision to visiting Centennial. Uh, Lawrence County with a 27-21 win in Region 5-5A play over at Lincoln County. Loretto in 5-2A down Harpeth, 47-13. Summertown fell to at Hickman County, 28-14. And Zion Christian in eight-man football fell to Tri-Cities Christian, 48-16. That does it from Murray County. Thanks.
1: Thanks, Mo. We're going to take our first break of the day. When we come back, more from around the mid-state on the main street preps high school football wrap-up show we'll be right back after this
3: it was just a few drinks i'm good i
6: thought it was good
2: after every game we always have a few it's no big deal
5: it was no big deal
7: hey i can hold my liquor
3: I could hold my liquor. At Dixon Tater Shack, we take loaded baked potatoes to a whole new level. We're not just any potato joint, we're the best this side of the Mason-Dixon line. Whether you're a traditionalist who loves classic flavors or a culinary adventurer seeking bold new combinations, we've got you covered. Located at 728 East College Street. Dine-in or take-out. Follow us on Facebook. Call us at 615-740-7111.
6: Complete Service Heat and Air is a trusted provider of top-notch heating and cooling solutions dedicated to ensuring optimal comfort and efficiency for residential and commercial spaces. Complete Service Heat and Air is located in White Bluff, Tennessee. We do service and repair on heating and air the right way 24 ths service. Call us at 615-797-3997. Serving Cheatham, Davidson, Dixon, Hickman, Humphreys, Montgomery, and Williamson counties. Dairyberries Heat and Air has been proudly serving the Middle Tennessee area for over 35 years. We have been voted Sumner County's best heat and air company for the past eight years. For outstanding service, call Dairyberries at 615-452-8121. As an
0: All-State agent in Gallatin, Larry Maynard knows many local families. His knowledge and understanding of the people in this community helps him provide customers with outstanding service. Give Larry a call at 615-452-1500.
1: Welcome back into the Main Street Preps High School Football Wrap-Up Show presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. We've got more reports from folks who were out at games over the weekend. We'll start up in Wilson County where
0: Tommy Bryan has a report. Hi everybody, this is Tommy Bryan, sports editor of the Wilson Post in Lebanon, and here's a look at the week three high school football action involving our local teams. Lebanon defeated Warren County by a score of 35-13. to Key Crowell blocked a PAT, intercepted a pass, and scored two touchdowns. He had over 200 yards in all-around offense. Friendship Christian. Rallied late in the football game and doubled up on Columbia Academy by a score of 42-21. to Mount Juliet held off a stubborn Gallatin team, 32-26. Providence Christian picked up a win over Mount Juliet Christian Academy by a score of 35-7. to That was the first loss of the season for the Saints of Mount Juliet Christian Academy. Wilson Central Defeated Laverne 28-13 and Sequatchie County knocked off Watertown 27-21. They kicked a couple of field goals in the fourth quarter there in Dunlap to hand Watertown their first loss of the season. And Green Hill got into a shootout with Summit High School. They knocked off Summit by a score of 41-35. to That helped set up the biggest game in Wilson County this week is Wilson Central travels to Green Hill to take on the Hawks. Both of those teams undefeated, and that's the Region 4 6A opener for both those squads. That's a look at what's going on in Wilson County football for Main Street Preps. I'm Tommy Bryan, and I will talk to you later.
1: Thanks, Tommy. Just south of that is Rutherford County, and, of course, Murfreesboro Post's Monty Hale, Jr., standing by with a little bit of information from there. Monty, take it away. I'm Monty Hale, Mercury's
8: the Post Sports Editor. We're going to talk a little Rutherford County football right now and look back at last week's games. Ravenwood, a 35-28 winner over Blackman. Blackman had been guilty of slow starts. That was not the case in this one. It went back and forth. Ravenwood was able to pull it out despite... A pair of touchdowns from Jabari Kent and Caden Perkins. Siegel 35, Smyrna 14. Smyrna actually led 7-0, but Siegel's powerful offense led by senior quarterback Thomas Santel led them back. and uh, The Stars improved to 3-0 and 0 for the first time in 11 years. Stewart's Creek 28, Hillsboro 14. A solid, solid win. Uh, for the Red Hawks as they go to Nashville and get the W, 28-14. to 14. Um, uh, Thomas Jordan, uh, over 200 yards in total offense. Um, so Stewart's Creek again, 3-0 and uh, for the first time since 2019. Riverdale 16 beats 14. It was a defensive slugfest. Riverdale probably left some points out there on the field with some pretty costly penalties, but they were able to overcome them. Khalil Armand kicked three field goals. Braden Graham threw for over 250 yards, and the Warriors bounced back from a tough one-point loss to Henry County and um, get the two-point win over Beach. Oakland 48, Haywood 6. Patriots coming off, off a loss to Center Grove, Indiana. Uh, That was not the case uh, last Friday night when they went to West Tennessee and pretty well put that game over with by halftime. Dwayne Morris accounted for five touchdowns, four rushing and 153 yards rushing. He caught two passes for 63 yards and another touchdown. PCA 35, Mount Juliet Christian, seven. The Lions on the board on the W board for the first time this year. Great win for them. Aiden Bolin, a sophomore, scored two touchdowns for kickoff return. Uh, pick six as well, and junior quarterback Tate Marks threw for two touchdowns. MTCS 42, Grace Christian 13, Eli Wilson, rushed for 217 yards and four touchdowns, likely to be a Mr. Football finalist. Moore County 35, Eagleville 20. It was 26 to 20 at halftime. Um, Brody Mclemore passed for 115 yards and two touchdowns, and also rushed for 68 yards on seven carries. Wilson Central 28, Laverne, 13. Devion Brown and Dominic Jones got into the end zone. Um, it was a good bounce back. It wasn't a W, but after losing big the week before, the week before at Siegel. Laverne able to bounce back and make it a game. It was 20 to 13, uh, into the fourth quarter. Tullahoma 28, Rockville 20. Uh, Rockville led the bulk of the game, but Tullahoma was able to come from behind and steal the win out of Rockville. I'm Monty Hale, sports editor of the Memphis World News. Thanks,
1: Monty. Of course, the Metro Nashville area is ripe with a lot of high school football right now, and Russell Venosi has plenty to tell you about on his report, Russell.
6: Keep an eye on Stewart's Creek. The Red Hawks are 3-0 and following a 28-14 to win at Hillsborough last week. Seniors Nigel Maynard and Kenny Jordan were the stars of this one. Maynard, who's committed to Pittsburgh, returned the opening kickoff for a touchdown and also had a game-sealing interception in the final moments. And Jordan, a Pulaski Academy transfer from, there, from Arkansas, rushed for a touchdown, caught a touchdown, and racked up over 200 yards of total offense. He's been a huge addition these past couple of weeks. And Stewart's Creek appears to be in a pretty prime spot there in Region 5-6A, which may be a wide-open league this year. And while we're talking about 3-0 teams, how about James Lawson? The new Bellevue, Bellevue School that replaced Hillwood is also 3-0, and undefeated through three weeks. They've got a strong start going, and their most recent um, success was a 49-34 win over Stratford last Thursday. Cam Shields had a huge night, had almost 190 rushing yards and five touchdowns. Things do get tougher for Lawson this week as Centennial visits, uh, but still, you've got you to be happy for what the Lightning have been able to do in their first three weeks of the program. Congratulations are also in store for Antioch, which snapped a 22-game losing streak with a 18-15 win over Cane Ridge. I believe that was their first win over Cane Ridge in a decade, so a huge night there for the Bears. And I mentioned them on last week's show that, hey, Coach Devin Arnold and the Bears may be close to snapping a losing streak. We were talking, of course, about Glencliffe breaking its five-year-long losing streak. So in a matter of two weeks, both Antioch and Glencliffe are back in the wind column and appear to have better days ahead. Chris, back to you.
1: Fantastic stuff there, Russell. Thanks so much for getting us that. Let's go up to Sumner County now where Blaine Keller has a report. We'll take it away, Blaine.
7: Sumner County sports editor Blaine Keller here to give you a look at the week that was in the county area for football. This is your Sumner County football snapshot. Area teams struggled in week three of the Tennessee high school football season only two squads picking up wins. Westmoreland handled White House Heritage to snap the Patriots perfect season. Robert Todd's three rushing touchdowns in relief came through huge for the Eagles. And White House remained unbeaten with a 27-0 blanking against Montgomery Central. Other Sumner County scores include Riverdale beating Beach in the TV 30 game of the week. That was 16-14 the final. Mount Juliet hanging on at Gallatin in its Region 4-6A opener, the final there, 32-26. Brentwood going on the road to Hendersonville and beating the Commandos 43-6. Davidson Academy struggled in the first half against Portland on the road, but the Bears came through for a 35-14 win. CPA, Christ Presbyterian Academy, beats Pope Prep 49-20. Liberty Creek struggles on the road remains winless on the season, falling 47-28 to 28 at Smith County. This week's slate of games, you've got Station Camp at Springfield, Beach against Portland in its Region 7-5A opener, Hendersonville at Hunter's Lane, though that game has been moved back to Hendersonville now, Gallatin on the road facing the Dixon County Cougars, Pope Prep facing the Webb Bell Buckle Feet in their Region opener, Liberty Creeks at Stratford, Westmoreland is at Jackson County and House facing off against White's Creek. That was your Sumner County football snapshot. Back to you guys.
1: Of course, we can't forget our friends out in Dixon and Cheatham counties where Casey Patrick is standing by. Hello, my name is Casey Patrick, and we're going to
9: go over uh, the last week of football in the Dixon and Cheatham area. Uh, Dixon County got a 37-6 win over Northeast. Uh, they will be back home to face Gallatin. Uh, Creekwood got a 55-8 loss against Pearl Cone. That was the game I was at, a uh, rough one for them. Uh, but Creekwood will actually be on the road. It's not going to be a long trip. They're going to travel down to Montgomery Central. Uh, over on the other side of things, uh, Harpeth lost 47-13 to Loretto. Uh, they will be back home as well. They'll be facing Mount Pleasant this Friday. Uh, Cheatham County Central picked up their first win of the year with uh, 14-6. to Went over Cannon County. Uh, They'll be on the road. They're going to travel to White House Heritage. And last but not least, Sigamore with a 27-14 loss against Clarksville Academy. Uh, They will also be back home. And they will be facing off against East Robertson. So uh, thank you all very much.
1: And we'll see you next week. Thanks, Casey. We very much appreciate all of your hard work out west. Folks, that's gonna do it for this edition of the Main Street Preps High School Football Wrap-Up Show presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Look forward to seeing you guys again next week right here on Main Street Media Television.
0: You have been watching the Main Street Preps High School Football Wrap-Up Show with Chris Yao. Nobody brings you more comprehensive coverage of high school sports in Middle Tennessee than Main Street Preps. Join us each week at this time on Main Street Media TV to get the latest news about high school football. The Main Street Preps High School Football Wrap-Up Show was brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office.